Good morning. <laughs> I'm so happy to be with all of you today. I feel really honored um, to have been invited by Reverend Josh. So thank you for having me. Um, a little bit about me, first and foremost. I'm a lover of good food. <laughs> uh, of Santa Fe, New Mexico. Curling up with a good book and jasmine green tea. I also am a huge fan of Richard Rohr, Rachel Held Evans, and Brene Brown. I'm married to my wonderful husband, Michael, for the last 15 years. And we have two children, Audrey, who will be a senior next year, and Ethan, who is starting kindergarten. What was I thinking? <laughs> um, I am also the founder and CEO of For Her, a local nonprofit organization, a women's advocacy organization. And our mission is to empower women to move beyond trauma and transform their lives. I started this work um, working with survivors. I am too a survivor, and I know what it's like to feel isolated, to feel alone, to feel labeled. And for me, I wanted to bring the things that I needed when I was in my darkest hours to other women who didn't have that same support system. And so we work with survivors of trafficking, of exploitation, of domestic violence, those in the margins, teen mothers, anyone who's been left out of the conversation that identifies as a woman. I'm a big believer in bridge building and inclusivity and the healing power of community. And at our community center, we provide an open door to anyone who wants to come and join us for dinner first. Just come and eat, get your belly full and meet other women who might be not so different than you. We also provide um, smaller intentional groups that meet for accountability and encouragement on a biweekly basis. And we do licensed professional counseling, getting into the nitty gritty work of therapy that some of us need when we need additional support. Personally, I believe everyone should be in therapy, but. <laughs> Um, and then we also do crisis navigation and help women kind of get stabilized, right? If they don't have housing, if they don't know where their next meal is coming from, they can't really work towards their future. And so we also do that. And our community center is just down the road at Broadway and 410. Um, so I really loved the readings today. So I, before I dive into talking um, any more about our work, I wanted to spend a few minutes here in the scripture. Um, looking at Acts, what God has made clean, you must not call profane. How many times do we put labels and have negative attitudes towards something that God has said, nope, all are welcome? Further down, you see, the Spirit told me to go with them and not to make a distinction between them and us. But there's often distinctions that we make and we isolate people or we feel isolated because there's an, a them and an us.
there's a pattern that has emerged for me of noticing that God shows up to speak to individuals so he can speak through individuals. The chosen ones, to name a few, Peter, the doubter, the denier of Christ, he wanted to believe but often struggled. Mary Magdalene, who was constantly by Jesus' side but had a poor reputation and as a woman lacked social status or any kind of authority. The Samaritan woman at the well, who I guarantee was not invited to the party of the year or to any fun dinners, right? However, she no longer cared about what people thought of her because of an encounter that she had with Jesus when he restored her dignity. God has a reputation for doing some radical things. In scripture, and as I've seen and witnessed in my own life firsthand, God moves in the earth opposite to the way that people expect God to move. God embodies an unpopular belief that those who have been previously discounted as not good enough to sit at the table are now included. And not only are they included, they are no one's charity project, but rather major contributors. They're at the very heartbeat and integral workings of God's kingdom, right? Friendship, what God is offering us. What better carriers of the message than those that couldn't earn it nor deserve it themselves? Of course, this is very frustrating for those of us who work really hard to check off all the boxes and do everything right. For the perfectionists, for the Pharisees, the ones that believe that they did everything right to earn their spot at that table. It messes with the order of things and somehow undermines the dutiful one's place who believes that they have earned it while the rebels and outcasts have not. The human qualifiers for participation in the gospel have often demanded that if you have a seedy past, it must be far, far in the past. We often miss the here and now opportunities for people to participate in the gospel, regardless of where they are in their journey. Think about the hoops that we ask people to jump through to participate in God's kingdom. And yet, Jesus' invitation was simple. Follow me. He had this real-time invitation to anyone that would say yes. We can see in Revelation that we read today, see the home of God is among mortals. He will dwell with them as their God, and they will be his people, and God himself will be with them. And further down it says, And the one who was seated on the throne says, See, I am making all things new. I'm doing something new. Whatever you thought was the plan, let's put that aside. I'm going to do something new. To the thirsty I will give water as a gift from the spring of water of life. For those who are thirsty, this invitation is open to everyone. In Acts, it says, And then God gave the same gift that he gave us when he believed in the Lord Jesus Christ. 
Who is I that I could hinder God? How many times have we gotten in our own way or gotten in God's way? Of the bigger narrative, the bigger story, the the more inclusive and beautiful and colorful story that God is painting in our lives simply because we think we're supposed to color in the lines. We've been taught what's okay and what's not okay. And God is saying, no, I made all things new. My own struggles of finding acceptance and feeling like an outsider due to my own lived experience as a teen mom and as a survivor of sexual abuse, I've never quite fit in. I've never quite fallen in line. But this was the catalyst that propelled me into the work that I do today. Over the last 10 years, my work has led me to some very interesting places where women are still outcasts, still searching, still turning up empty. Some of these places include strip clubs, sober living homes, shelters, alternative high schools, the kids that everyone says, oh, no, we can't deal with them. We need a special place for those that we reject. Occasionally, I'll run into women into the, in the ladies' room at a church or at somewhere that I've spoken, and they'll pull me aside, and they're, they're sharing their most terrifying and shameful and painful stories because they just want someone that they can talk to. There's been no one that has stepped up and said, it's okay to be imperfect. It's okay to have a story with valleys and peaks. But women often stay silent, and not just women, men too. All genders. People stay silent for fear of judgment and isolation. For me, my passion and and my life's mission is clear. It's to bring people into the fold that have been told that they cannot participate. It started with inviting women into my home for dinner because I'm a foodie. (laughs) I didn't know the impact that I would have or how much I would actually learn from those who came, how they would become my teachers, how they would be such beautiful reflectors of great love and how their unique ways of moving in this world would point me straight back to Christ. Oftentimes, we want to look away from the hard things because it's like a mirror to our own unhealed pain. We don't realize the beauty of what God can create when we lean into it instead. Today, with my amazing team, like I said, we opened our community center in August of last year, which is already bursting at the seams. And we are hyper-focused on advancing women towards autonomy to be able to fully live into their purpose and not be subjected to abuse and other people's demands on them that leave them feeling used, that don't truly empower them. But we do this. This independence is only found 
through community. We can only really know who and whose we are first when we have that solitude with God, community with one another, and then we can move and do ministry. We want to invite women into brave spaces where they can be their truest selves and not have to hide parts of who they are. Our table keeps widening through outreach. We reach out to women who are at risk in our community and then inviting them to dinner where they can just connect, let their hair down, and then further inviting them into peer support and therapy to continue that healing journey and have all the tools necessary. Through our work, women have shared that they're no longer in an abusive situation. They're improving spiritual, mental, emotional health. They're no longer being exploited. My question for you today is, who is the person or who are the people who you need to invite to your table? It's most likely the person that you like the least. But that's how God works. The invitation is for anyone who is thirsty, come and drink. For those looking for a place to belong, don't turn away from the hard things. There can no longer be an us and them. There can only be we. Church of Reconciliation is going to be hosting a packing party to put together some gift boxes for the women that we're reaching in our community. Um, So we'll have more details on that coming up, but we would love for you to come and participate in that. It's a great way to get your hands in the work, and we have these wonderful gifts that we hand out on outreach, and this is our introduction, is with a gift, right? And so we have items that are made from local female business owners that get put in their self-care items, and then a little booklet that shares more information about who we are and how women could get plugged in. And we would love to, for you to be a part of putting those together with us. Thank you so much for your time this morning.